I'm coming on stage on Broadway and uh, I don't know my lines. I don't know my lines. I get out oh. there and I go, oh my God, I don't know my lines. And the curtain's coming up and they're going, come on, Charles, you got to get out there. All right, it's Monday at 11 o'clock. It's the Charles Palmetary Show. We got another great show for you today. Don't forget, you want to see my one-man show, go to chazpalmentary.net. The show that started all before the movie, before the musical. Uh, I mean, people who see the movie and the musical say that the one-man show is the best experience. People have seen it 10, 20, 30, 40 times. It's pretty crazy. John, where am I going to be? January 5th, you're going to be in Naples, Florida at the Artiste Naples Performing Arts Center. Right. January 7th, you're going to be at the Steinmetz Hall in Orlando, Florida. January 21st, you're going to be in Huntington, New York at the Paramount Theater. February 9th, you're going to be in West Palm Beach, Florida at the Kravis Performing Arts Center. Well, I will be in Florida a lot next year. Plus, of course, the Paramount Hotel, my favorite place to play. Uh, so, And also, don't forget to go to my restaurants. Uh, Charles Palmetary is in 30 West 46th Street. And Charles Palmetary is 265 Main Street. Get some of my merchandise. Go to charlespalmetary.net. Now you can't leave one of the great ones. Your wife will love that for Christmas. One of the great ones. If you'd like to speak to me in person, go to chazpalmetary.net. Do a shout out or do a call with me. Love doing it. Okay. I got the ladies here today, of course. Tara Conatrasi. I said it right now, right? No, I. it's seven years of not saying it right. Canis Tracy. Canis Tracy. Yeah. He said it like he just said it like that. Yeah, I Kenneth said Tara Tracy, one of the top comedians around. And all of a sudden, of course, the wonderful actor, my friend, we are members of the Actors Studio together, Catherine Narducci. Catherine, how are you, Catherine? I'm good. Thank you for giving the Actors Studio a plug. We got to give the shout out to we the Actors Studio. It's a great place, man. Uh, so, John. What is this 21 questions that these people want to hear? Okay, you guys have been friends for a really long time now, but these questions are questions you probably haven't asked each other. You guys are going to get to know each other a little bit better from these. So the first question we have here is, what's the weirdest dream you've ever had? All right, let's go this way. Go ahead, All right, well, I just actually talked about this because I had a dream that my husband cheated on me. Wow. But it was one of these really vivid dreams Wait, not cheating on me. He didn't cheat on me. He was going to go for a walk with a girl. And I looked down, and she didn't have even, like, a pedicure. Like, it was an old pedicure. Really? And I, this is the... the <laughs> Catherine's face. This is how weird. The dream was so weird. And I remember being like, how are you going to go for a walk with this girl when she doesn't even have a pedicure? <laughs> and then it wasn't like she didn't have a pedicure. It was an old pedicure. And the nail polish was only in the middle of the toenail. Mm. And I was like, this graziad, I cannot believe you're going to go for a walk with this girl. And then I woke up. Were, you, were you pissed off I at him? I was so were? pissed at him. <laughs> I was so pissed at him, and he's like, it's like 7 in the morning. I'm like, get up, get up, because you were going, and I was going, where are you going for a walk? He's like, you fighting with me about what happened in your dream. I'm like, who was this girl with no pedicure? And that's definitely the fact that I was looking at a girl's feet, and I knew that the pedicure was what bothered me, I think is a pretty, it goes to show you 
for all the guys who DM that want to date me, even though I'm still married, I'm, I'm not. I'm not working with a full, a full deck up here. Right. <laughs> well, and now I'll, I'll go. The weirdest dream I ever had. I mean, how could you even say that? I had some weird dreams that I can't even tell people. That I don't even want to remember. That was so sick. Wow. Really? <laughs> I mean, seriously. What's going on up here? You never had a dream like that? That was so embarrassing. You well, said, yeah. Yeah, I mean, God Almighty. The weirdest dream I ever had was, um, uh, it's really hard to say. I mean, uh, a dream that I get once in a while is I'm, I'm coming on stage on Broadway and uh, I don't know my lines. I don't know my lines. I get out oh. there and I go, oh my God, I don't know my lines. And the curtain's coming up and they're going, come on, Chaz, you got to get out there. And oh. that is like a nightmare to me. So nightmare. that's kind of a strange dream. How about you? I had a weird dream. I have long dreams. They're like complete stories, vivid. And I, when I'm dreaming, I say to people in my dream, hey, I'm dreaming. You're in my dream. You're in, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I say that to people. You're in my dream right now, and I know I'm dreaming. So, And I also say, I'm dreaming. I know I could fly in my dream if I'm in trouble. I fly away. I go, I'm dreaming. Oh, shit. And I fly away. I go like this. You're conscious in the unconscious? Yeah. So my weirdest dream is I went into the White House with a towel on, just a towel, <laughs> and I don't know why, and pre it was President Bush was president, and he was in the White House, and he had his feet up on the desk, and he was reading the Daily News, and I walked in, and I go, oh, my God, I read the Daily News, too, but I had just my yeah. towel on out of the shower, and then... All of a sudden, he looked up at me, and a security guard goes, you cannot come in the White House like this. And they took me outside, and then I saw these three ladies walking outside the White House with pastel color, like in the 50s, like a Jackie Kennedy with gloves on, yeah. and they were all holding each other arm to arm. And I was like, oh, my God, I only have this towel on, but could I walk with you girls? You look good. And they go, yeah, come walk with us. This is the stupidest dream. And then all of a sudden, I'm walking with these three ladies, and all these bees were flying by holding lavender. They were holding a string this, of lavender. This is a weird dream. This is a weird dream. And I was yeah. like, oh, look, lavender. And the dream just went on and on. <laughs> this lady, it was the weirdest dream. All but I got right. a quick dream. I dreamt that I walked in my classroom and all the kids turned into crayons. Interesting. I got to ask you both a question because Chaz touched upon the fact that like he has dreams he wouldn't even tell us about. Have you, either of you, either of you, however you say that word, had a dream where you slept with somebody in the dream that you're not even attracted to in real life, but like yes. you had a, a sexual yes. encounter with them. Me too. And I woke up being like, oh, <laughs> I didn't want that. But yeah. in the dream, I was like going for it. Yeah. Somebody I wouldn't even be. Yeah. You had that yeah. dream? Where yeah. You could, oh, yeah. That's weird. You have a. I mean, John, I know you're married, and the dream could have been before you were married, but you have a dream dreams about somebody. Dreams are not cheating, Dara. Somebody? Oh, that's a good question. Dreams are not, are dreams cheating? No, no, no I'm no. joking. That's a but good question. if your husband woke up and said he had a dream about a certain woman, he made love in a dream, you'd be pissed. Oh, I'd be infuriated. He should have, never tell me would that Would you be pissed? That if my wife had a dream about yeah. somebody? Having I, sex? I wouldn't like it, but right. I wouldn't be pissed. I don't think I'd be like... I'm not going to cause a big fight over. No, it wouldn't be because I had dreams yeah. with people that she knew in a dream, and that I had sex with them. Yeah, I had dreams like that, and oh, it didn't mean anything. I don't want to know it. Yeah, that would get me. A, I think it would get me a little. Why is my 
significant other dreaming about somebody else. I don't know. Oh, it, kind of, it might bother me, so. it would, but I wouldn't fight over it. No, I wouldn't fight, fight over it. it. But it's definitely one of those weird things where I go, ugh, I wouldn't even want to be with that person. Why would I sleep yeah. with them in my dream? Yeah, well, that's that one. He's, we're talking about what if you dream about somebody that you would want to be with. Oh. You know, that raises oh. an eyebrow to the other person if you yeah. tell you know you're not even going to tell the other person that, though. That's no, a dream I you keep to yourself. It doesn't, even mean, it doesn't mean that you even want to cheat, that you're going to cheat, but you, you shouldn't tell the person. You shouldn't tell the other person. No. You almost feel guilty about it. Yeah. But I have, so what you're talking about is called lucid dreaming. And I've heard this really weird theory. If you're conscious while you're dreaming, ask somebody what the date and time is. No, you know what somebody told me, and I was able to do it. I told this guy who studies that, he goes, well, do, you're already in the lucid dreaming scenario, what you're, what's happening to you. He said, try to remember this before you go to bed. Think about it. And when you're dreaming, try to do it in your dream. And I did it. He said, when you're in your dream, remember what I said. Try to pick your hand up and see it. And I was in my dream and I went, oh, he told me to pick my hand up. And I went like this and my hand was like some... Oh, Weighed a thousand pounds. I couldn't get it up. Couldn't get it up. It was like, uh, yeah, I couldn't well, get it up. Yeah. Well, uh, apparently, when you ask somebody what the date and time is, it triggers something subconsciously, and freaky shit starts to happen in the dream. In the dream, and sometimes you wake up because you need to actually know what the date and time is. But other times, it like spazzes everybody out in the dream. I have never known wow. in my dream that I was. I have woken up from a bad dream. And then being like, and been like, it's just a dream. It's just a dream to go back to sleep. But I've never known I was dreaming. Oh, I've done many times. You I was hungry. One time I was hungry in my dream and I saw this guy, he was selling fruit. I said, I'm so hungry, but I'm dreaming. And he goes, that's okay. You can eat a banana. And he gave me a banana and I woke up eating my hand. Like, right I mean, now. did you ever have like a nightmare <laughs> and you say to yourself, I'm waking up. I got to wake up. Yeah. I hate this dream. Oh, yeah. I go, I'm, I'm in a dream. Wait, wait. <clears throat> wake you up. don't have to die right now. Wake up. You're dreaming. I think that's when I start slipping back into like consciousness. I don't think I'm ever fully in But you know what I did? One time I would dream, but when you're not, when you're half asleep, half up, you start dreaming and you see these faces in front of you. Like just faces for me. In the dream? In the dream, I see these faces of people. And I asked my shrink once, what was that? He goes, well, those most past lives of people, some are dead, you know, some you don't know. And I said, wow, I said, it's really scary. And he said, yeah, but he goes, try not to be scared. Try to relax and try to speak to them. So when, when that, the next time that happened, I just relaxed. I wasn't scared. And I tried to speak to some of the faces. It was good. It was interesting. Did you know the people? Most of them I didn't know, no. Wow. No. Interesting. Like past lives. Wow. Yeah. Do you believe in past lives? Oh, yeah. You believe we have lived before in past lives? Yeah, yeah. You believe in the reincarnation? Reincarnation, reincarnation yeah. that's it, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, what is going on? There's got to be something going on out there. I mean, I, I don't believe in being an atheist. Uh, I mean, I mean, people who are atheists, I, I don't get it. I mean, how could you not believe in th certain things that just happened? So you believe in a heaven and a hell? Whatever that could be. I believe there's, I believe you just don't die and that's it. I believe you die and some kind of spirit goes someplace. Me too. I really do. Otherwise, how could you explain these people? Uh, myself, I told you that I, mm -hmm. I'm somewhat psychic. And how do you explain that we could do that once in a while? I don't know how you explain that. How could that be possible? How could I tell a guy he got hurt when he was 11 on a dirt road, a white car picked him up, a guy with a J, a letter J, 
And I was right. How could that happen? Well, there's a spiritual world is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people go, oh, that's satanic. That's no, it's not. Please, you know, open your mind a little bit to the world. And uh, some people could connect with this. Some people can't. Why would that be satanic? A lot of people say say that. that. Yeah, it's like it's like sacrilege, right? Sacrilegious. If you see, if you can see things or have visions, yeah, they don't believe in that. Back in the day, women used to get stoned to death for practicing witchcraft. They called it. So yeah, it's always been looked been frowned upon. I think. Yeah, yeah, big stigma. Yeah. What's another question, John? So it kind of ties into what we were just talking about, actually. And the next question is, if you could travel to any year in a time machine, what year would you choose and why? Wow. Well, I know my answer. Go ahead, Tara. Prohibition, baby. I think I'd be the type to have like a speakeasy. I think that was my era. Like I'd run shit underground. That was your past life? That was, maybe it was my past life. I am drawn to that era, like all those movies and... So I really think that that time frame. You would be like a gun mall. Bonnie and Clyde. I'd be, I'd love it. The dress, the hair up and curls and, and running my, my underground bar. Yeah, that, that would be me. The prohibition. Yeah, I, I would be probably in uh, Jesus's time. I would like to see the disciples, what's going on with that. And them talking to Jesus, Jesus talking to the people at the foot of the mountain. Yeah, I, I would want that. That's what I want. How about you? Wow. I think I really would love to be in the 60s. 60s? Yeah, I like the 60s. That's so I like the like late 50s going into the 60s because I just love that music so much. I like the soul music. I like the the bebop. I love the clothes. Mm. I love the... I felt that was a very romantic thing, like the way guys and girls were together. It was an innocence. You, you know, you had to go meet the father back in the day, and just all those things. I just like, I just mm. love all those movies in the '60s when Peggy Sue got married. All right, John, what's next? Next one, question number three. If you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? Ooh. How about we'll start with you? Um. Catherine. I guess my ADD. I have bad ADD. I'm all over the place. I want to just be more, like, focused on each thing. My ADD is my demise. Do you find when you do what you love, like acting and painting and stuff like that, your ADD disappears? Yes. No, I, and, and also it zooms. It laser. It's, like, got a it's laser. It's a hyper It also helps me focus like nobody else. So when I'm painting, I'm focused. When I'm acting... Extremely super, super hyper focused, but that's the ADD, mm. I think. Would you yeah. ever take like anything for it, like a medication? No, or... no, I don't want to alter my choice. brain. Yeah, 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 that's a personal choice. Well, I think I would want to, I would try to find more time. I don't have enough time for reading, I want to read more, and I, I never make enough time, and I would like to change that, make, maybe make enough time to read. Simple, simple. That's nice. Uh, I think I'd stop being such a perfectionist with certain things. Like I can fixate and obsess until things look a certain way or are a certain way. Or it's a it's a really good quality when you're talking about putting quality things out. Or but I think I beat myself up too much in the process of things, and I would like to be a little more forgiving and less obsessive with myself. Mm. Next one. What's one of the most fun childhood memories you have? 
I think when I, uh, at the breakfast communion when I was in the eighth grade, uh, it was a very proud moment. My father was there, my mother, and I won the most valuable player of the year in basketball for the school. Aww. So I, 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 I think that was a great, I'm very Aww. proud. I'm just, I think that's a great moment. Aww. That's Kat. so sweet. Mm. I think my best childhood moments are probably what my cousin Roro um, going into Jefferson Pool, sneaking in. We were so poor, we couldn't even afford the dime <laughs> to get in in Harlem growing up there and swimming in Jefferson Pool with my cousins and and uh, my friend, you know, my friends. It was a very beautiful, innocent time in my life. Mm. I think my I had some fun aunts and uncles around the holidays that would come by that we wouldn't see normally, and uh, we they were fun, like singing karaoke, like you know, just wild and fun. And I think I used right. to love that as a kid because I loved to see anybody acting silly or funny or. I think that I remember that maybe. Love that. Okay, so next question, we're going to move on. What's your favorite movie to watch over and over again? I can answer. It's a Wonderful Life. Moonstruck. You're going to say The Godfather. No, Bronx Tale. No. No, uh, uh, what was the movie? The, uh, movie on the Waterfront. Probably. Did I guess it? Uh, on the Waterfront? On the Waterfront, yeah. yeah on, on the, the waterfront. waterfront. By Cassan. I could watch that over and over, yes. Next one. What's your favorite season of the year? I like this time right now that we're in. Which is? The holidays. I like the music. I like the decorations. I mean, listen, with the holidays comes a lot of stress. Um, but I do. I just enjoy that period of time. Mm. Me too. I like the fall. Yeah. I like the fall. Yeah. The fall holidays. How about you? Same, fall. Isn't that strange? All of us like the fall. Yeah, I'm, I'm like included in that one. I yeah. love the fall. This one's going to be an interesting one for you guys. Who is your celebrity crush? Oh. Oh, yeah, I said this already. I know who his is. Sophie Loren. Sophie Loren. And we know hers. I said it on the podcast. Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze. Chaz got mad at me. <laughs> Patrick Swayze. I want Swayze. to be out on my first. I want to have dinner with my first crush. Nobody puts baby in the corner. That's right. And look at me <laughs> wow. now. Like How about you? I have to say Leo. Leo DiCaprio? Yeah. Wow. It, you know. Well, he's a lot of, he's a lot of people's first child, crush. And he's, and he's, I mean, just from f afar. Okay. Not like, oh my God, kind of crush. Like kind of crush on his talent, on on him. Like, yeah. But as a kid. And he's so good looking. As a kid, yeah. you didn't have a crush on Leo. Oh, as Who a was kid? your childhood crush? You, you're going to laugh your ass off. Who? Elvis Presley. No. Why? Why are we Elvis? Women were throwing men in the world. Women were throwing their panties him at him. Him and Margaret. It's a pretty Viva universal. Viva Las Vegas. Um, God, I love Viva Las He was so oh, cute. With him, Mar him and him, Margaret. How handsome was that guy? Jesus, gorgeous. God. That's a, no man should yeah. be that handsome. <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Come on. That's not fair. Yeah. That's not fair. I mean, Leo, too. Leo's so damn handsome. He's handsome, too. And he's a good guy, too. Yeah, and he's a good yeah, guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes guys that are so good-looking like that, it takes him years to get credit as an actor. Even Brad Pitt. I mean, Brad Pitt's one hell of an actor. He is. You know, uh, and people said he was just a pretty boy, you know. Please, he is a, one of the most handsome men in the world, but, boy, that guy's a hell of an actor, too. A River Runs Through, he was amazing. Mm -hmm. 
And everything he does, he's great. But his yeah. first role was as a pretty boy, right? There on Thelma and Louise. Thelma and Louise, he was yeah. great. He was great in that. But um, yeah, I mean, Sophie Loren, what I wouldn't give, I would love to. Sophia, if you're out there listening, <laughs> I want you to do my podcast. I will pick you up. I will send my driver, no matter where you are. I will fly you. I will fly you here. If you're in Rome and you want to do my show, I will send you a ticket. I will put you up in any hotel you want in Manhattan. And I'll send my driver down to pick you up, and you can come here. That's an open invitation to Sophia Loren. Please. Whoa. What can I say? I love it. Yeah. I'm going to make that a clip. Yeah. <laughs> make that a clip, because I mean what I just said. Next question. What's your biggest fear? And where do you think it came from? I think my biggest fear is dying. And it came from losing so many people too young. My mother, my father, my daughter's father, uh, my grandparents. I lost everybody too young. So it made me a hypochondriac. Like it made me so afraid that I'm going to die too. At a young age. Are you, are you scared of death in general? Or are you scared yeah. of dying young? I'm scared shit. I don't want to die. I'm afraid of it. Yeah. I know people are not afraid. I'm, I'm afraid. afraid. I want to live forever. I'm very... You're a selfish woman. <laughs> I'm very afraid. Yeah? I'm afraid of death in general. Most people are afraid of death. Mm -hmm. What do you guys fear about death? Is it the fear of the unknown? Is it the fear it's of the leaving fear this of earth? the fear of there being nothing. The fear of just not being... That's why I live hard. Know. That's See, why I'm... If you think about it, don't be afraid of death because you're not going to know it. You're not going to know it. I'm afraid. What I get afraid of is, uh, and that's why I'm a little bit of a hypochondriac. I'm afraid of getting sick. I don't want to be mm -hmm. sick. If I die, then I die. But don't make me be sick. That's right. all I that's, care about. That's, yeah. yeah. Don't want to be sick. That's why I work out, take care of myself. Yeah, I know. Don't want to be sick. I well, you that, got good genes. Yeah. yeah. I think that's why I find so much comfort in John Edward and, and guys like that that make you feel like there is this other world out there. That is like, or, you know, for lack of a better term word, but mm. that, that there's existence beyond what we know. Well, that's what the Catholic religion is, too. Yeah. Yes, well. I know. But, you know, you're hearing stories that happen in the past. He's telling you things that are ha that like. Yeah, but the Bible tells you I'm not a big Bible no, no, person. Yeah. I don't know. Well, but it tells you that there's a kingdom and. Not, yeah, not, but that they're telling you that. He's telling you, hey, this this person sees this right now, and this person's already passed. And this person just told me something. This person just told me something. There's like a, con it's yeah. like a confirmation that there a life exists. Confirmation. Right it, now. It, right now. It's I. It's not right. like oh, there is. You can tell me anything, right? I can tell you there's a world. There's here. There's this. But there's somebody telling you. In that moment, this exists because this person you know who passed just told me this. And I would only know that if this person was talking to me. That's, you, that's pretty crazy. Do you want to know something? Could I tell you something? We talk about a weird dream, and, and this is going to go into it with the other world. Do you know that I had a dream, and this probably is my weirdest dream. It's not that long. I was looking out my window, but it had no frame. For some reason, I was standing in the frame. I wasn't looking out this way. I was standing completely straight down, and a guy was on a playing this very weird music that I've never heard. And he had this purple outfit on, he was holding a staff. And when I looked out the window, he was playing this music like almost like a DJ. And he looked up at me, but I was like on the 10th floor and he was on the ground. But when he put his hand out to grab me, it was right there. It wasn't 10, it was like right there, even though I was 10. And I went to go grab his hand. 
and I fell. I started falling towards him. And all of a sudden, I realized when I saw him, he looked up. It scares me to say, but he was the devil. And I just went, no! Oh, God, God, please, God, please help me. And I was, he had his hands up. Even though it was right there, it was far away. I was falling towards his hand. And I was praying, praying, praying. And all of a sudden, my whole body went like this, flipping. And I felt the sensation. I'm not joking. I started flipping and flipping. And I started going up towards the sky. I went through the clouds. I actually felt the clouds touch my body. And I was going fast, fast, fast. And I went, no, God, this is not what I was asking. Don't take me. Just save me. And I swear to God, and I got so far, I went through the clouds, and now I was in complete darkness, flying at at lightning speed, like a rocket. I felt my whole body, the wind was going. (laughs) And I said, no, God, don't take me, don't take me, don't take me, God. And I was literally, I felt like I was dying. And I held on to my bed. I woke up holding my bed, and swear to God, I turned around, and the music was in the room. And I turned around and I looked at my son because I fell asleep. My son had the bed that you pull out underneath. And that night I had to fall asleep right next to Nicholas. And I went like this and I turned and Nick was sleeping. And I heard the music was still because I wanted to make sure. Am I still dreaming, thinking I'm up? Because that has happened to me. And I was up three o'clock in the morning. I got up out of the bed. I went into my bathroom mirror. My face was as white as that light. And I had no color. And I went to my phone and I called my friend Christine, who's a born again Christian, at 3.30 in the morning, hysterical cry. And I go, Christine? And she was like, yeah. I go, so Chris, you know, I know I just saw the devil in God and blah, blah, blah. God bless her. She goes, I'll be there in two seconds. She fucking got in her car at 3.30 in the morning, came to my house, because she knew the, the, the sound of my voice. She came to my house and she goes, Kat, you had an experience. That was God. God God was protecting you. I said, Chris, I, I, and when I woke up out of my bed, I ran to my couch, and I swear to God, I was hysterical crying. There is a God. It's true. There is a God. There is a God. God, I never doubt you again. There is a God crying. And I called her up. And believe me when I tell you, she came to my house, and she said to me, and you know what she did? Because she's born again. She was praying over me. She's like, oh, God, Catherine, you know, whatever she was saying. I'm telling you, it was the scariest fucking thing I ever, that ever happened to me. Wow. I can't even imagine that. I bet you you were terrified to go back to sleep. Terrified. Terrified. I was like, oh, God, please don't ever let that happen again. It was the weirdest thing. Well, I've heard this thing where they say um, consciousness is an energy and energy doesn't disappear. And your bodies are just receivers for that energy. So when you die, you don't just fade into the blackness and disappear forever. Your consciousness and your energy finds another vessel. On Earth? I don't know if it's on Earth or in another universe, in in another solar system, in another spiritual Spiritual world. world. I don't know. But, I mean, energy, it's a scientific fact. It does not disappear. Right. The science behind it is almost comforting, which usually that's rare. So... Yeah. Where does your energy go? Where does mine go? Yeah. I don't know. Where is yours going to go? Nobody has that answer. Hopefully mine will go in nature. I mean, think about all the lives that came after ones that have passed. Like, where, where is think all Think about that? how many... I wonder, does somebody have a number on that? 
How There's many something people to ever look existed? up in Google. How many people ever? How many people know. ever existed? I don't think I want to know. And how many people died? I don't, I don't, wow. I don't, I don't think I ever want. I don't think I want to know that. I heard this crazy quote one time. It's like everything, everybody that ever existed or ever will exist has already existed. Like everything is just one thing. Well, that's reincarnation. Reincarnation, reincarnation but everything that has happened and ev everything that ever will happen has already happened. Oh, the the other dimension. That that there's you living in another dimension. Yep. So in I, your future dimension. Was yeah. there a movie about that? I don't know. Well, you know what? Somebody, you want to talk about getting, you want to get depressed? Maybe I shouldn't say this, but <laughs> no, do you know your your great-grandfather? Yes. Do you know your great-great-grandfather? No. Do you know your great-great-grandfather? No. Think about that. I don't... I know my great-grandfather. I, I know of him, but think about it. But he was born once. He was here once. And he had a great-great-grandfather. And now nobody knows who he is. So I always go, well, in, a, in another hundred years, are they going to remember me? Are they going to remember us? Wow. That's a little, like, frightening. Yeah, no, it depresses me. Yeah. I'll yeah. tell you what else depresses me. During the holiday, we're going to have a little depression. Oh, Get the tissues this out. this season, everybody, to bring Wait. you down. No, it gets me podcast. depressed. Wow. And this is only because I lost my mother and father. I It gets me depressed when I, I like hearing the Christmas music and stuff like that, but it gets me depressed because whenever I hear a song that my mother and father heard, yeah. I go, my mother and father heard this song. Oh. They were alive. They heard this. The new music doesn't bother me at all because they didn't have that. But if I hear a song that is when my <clears throat> mother and father were alive or see a movie when they were, I go, my mother's eyes right. saw this. My father's eyes saw this. They heard this. And it scares me. Or I see, you know what else gets me weird? When I see trees. I go, this tree was here when my mother right. was born and died. My father was born and died. And I'll drop dead. This tree will even be growing more and more. Well, I think then what the real message is, and it's so cliche to say, because but we really do, you don't know what is next. And I think, it, especially around the holidays, we really should enjoy the time that we have with the people we have that we want to, you know, That's right. because it's, it's, you know, it's, it's hard to not go. In. We almost went into the rabbit hole with this podcast. And time now. is precious and it's a commodity. Right. Absolutely. And to right. maybe stop overthinking things and enjoy, take a moment, get off these phones. I'm married to it with social media, right? Get off the, the technology, right. be in the moment, be present, be with your family. You know, even if you can't stand them around the holiday table and, or do something you really love and just, it, T don't take it for granted. I think it's very easy. I'm not speaking like a scholar or like I'm better. I find myself falling into the same trap, but maybe stop taking so much for granted. We all do. We all take it for granted. You don't know to you what you have until it's gone. And the little, the little yeah. note, the little takeaway is, which is a big note, I believe, you don't see me on my phone really when we're out. I don't pull my phone out. You when don't. I'm, when I'm out to yeah. dinner or, or even if somebody's talking to me, and like when I when I say to somebody, could I just tell you something? I need to tell you something important. And they go, yeah. And then I'm telling them, and they're like, oh, so you're gonna go tell them that? And and they're like that. I'm like, I don't feel like you give a shit right now. When somebody's telling me, I'm like, I don't even want it near me. Talk to me. I'm all yours. You know, or at dinner, I'm all yours. I don't want to be on my phone. That's rude. There's how did we do place. it? There's how did we do place. it all these thousands of years before the phones were ever here? The, you know, 
in the last decade, whenever yeah. cell phones came out, it's so rude. Be present. Be present. Well, listen, a great show today. It's the Chaz Palmetary Show with the girls. Here we go, Tara. You can find me, Tara Jokes, tarajokes.com. All my social media is Tara Jokes. That's right, Catherine. Catherine Alducci on Instagram, that's it. Chaz Palmetary on Instagram, chazpalmetary.net. Don't forget to come and see the one-man show. Go to chazpalmetary.net. See you next week.